full of surprises. All right, let's start the timer. It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, technology, and technology. Or art, science, technology. <laughs> All one hyphenated thing. All one thing. Yeah. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to... <laughs> Should I start over? <laughs> No, because we love to uh, fail. This is just an true. example. Okay. That's, yeah, sometimes failure saying, comes with a, right. a big old sigh. To learn and to listen to loud music. We listened to some good loud music today. Yeah? <laughs> Was I around for that? <laughs> no, it just didn't fit you. I mean, yes, you were around, but no, it doesn't fit your criteria for good music. It was, maybe I should just have said loud music. <laughs> Fair enough. It was fun. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hi, I am Rob Stenzinger. Nice job. Thank you. <laughs> it's heavy lifting. You do that well. Aww. Tonight we're going to talk about learning. We're going to talk about learning. We're going to talk about games. We're going to talk about fun. Okay. Game, you down with that? Games and fun. Games and, and learning. And learning. And Learn. okay. It's all wrapped in the little uh, banana leaf of learning. Okay. Sounds pretty good. Pretty sure. good. Oh. I don't know if I'm into stuff wrapped in a banana leaf. <laughs> I try. That's the though. only that's the only metaphor I could come up with. I'm not sure why. Some food that yeah, I, I know that happens. I think it's like barbecue or something though. I don't know. I could be wrong. I remember hearing someone describe. Okay, the what I'm recalling is someone describing like a multi-day. Um, yeah. A very passion imbued process for cooking up some meat. So I, w I, I listened and I cared about their story, but like, you know, it, it involved wrapping it in a banana leaves and then, you know, burying it somehow on well, coals that's, and stuff. That's exactly and, what this podcast is going to be. Okay. It's going to be a very passionate, okay, good. several day long, <laughs> sometimes buried in the yard discussion. But in the end is like some amazing nourishment if you're into eating meat, right? Uh, mm, yeah, but we're not. So that's, that's a challenge. Okay. My metaphor doesn't hold up. Neither does mine. So let's abandon them. Okay. <laughs> so no, I want to talk about learning, um, learning games or talk about games and kind of wrapped in, um, a candy wrapper of <laughs> learning. Okay. Well, no, Careful, we'll slip and fall in another metaphor. Right. Yep. So um, I'm going to ask you a very global and general question just to mm. kind of start by picking your brain and see see where you go with it. Okay. Um, but what do you learn from video games? Because mm. I don't know if the people know, if the fine people, the art and science punk community out there uh, know, but you play video games on occasion. I do, I do. And uh, I was being like jokey there. That's funny. You I don't play. know. I think it's come up. It's come up a few times i would call you um expert level video game connoisseur oh that's very kind um i think there are others that are far far more skilled and, and they're not here right now but they're not here you got me so fair enough there you I, go I am, i'm the expert in, in the room, room. <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it all right so what do you learn from um playing what do i learn yeah. from them let's see well okay games tend to be like i'm going to do a uh, a rough version of um, my my recollection of Jane McGonigal's definition of of what a game is, right? Okay. Um, let's see. 
I'm trying to remember the elements. I believe a game is a voluntary task that has some challenge that changes over time. And a voluntary task that has a challenge. So you find so you tend to find that challenge that based on you opting into it, this challenge seems worthwhile. And then that it changes over time, it maintains its interest. So it yeah. doesn't just stay yeah. static and, and be like, well, hey, I figured out that one answer to this Scrabble puzzle or crossword or something. It's 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 like it it's it's evolving, right? Yeah. Or, and it's changing and there's changing. new patterns to find. Yeah. So that um that whole process of being hooked into that that dynamic i find really really compelling and worthwhile i I love lots of different types of media and entertainment but there is this special thing about games that so what are you learning though from that from that experience um, and you can pick a problem solving problem solving okay like how do i get unstuck here anything from cool um fighting games that that's a that's a genre that i've i've i i enjoy and have for quite some time so things like the the classic um street fighter 2 which helped bring about the um like huge popular attention to the the fighting genre even though it's it had been around a while but um you know street fighter 2 had these big interestingly animated characters with lots of lots of expressiveness and cool music and um and then these special moves right yeah so a lot of great special moves you can show up and just and you can push buttons and your your character does kicks and punches but then if you if you work you and and explore and try you can find well interesting useful combos of those basic moves and then there's special moves right and it's and i think those games are so interesting and kind of fascinating because you you stumble upon it, right? You're button mashing and you stumble upon it and your character does something really cool and you're like, okay, I want to make that happen again. Yep. What did I exactly do? And then you have to kind of kind of figure it out while you're still kicking and punching in, in the case of Street Fighter. Totally, yeah. Some and special moves And then it's like, oh, it's hidden. these three buttons. And some were actually on the little um, sort of the the, oh, the wrapping the... of the game of like, you know, the stuff yep. that the, the images around the screen the like illustrations sort of giving you so you also hints that they existed right so for a couple of stuff for a couple of characters um i did when i couldn't figure it out right (laughs) i was like oh i said hadoka i'm pretty sure that the the um the art that framed the screen on street fighter did have the guidance for hadoken at, at the very least i'd have to go back and look i'm going by memory right now and so i was like well if i roll it this way whatever so why is that compelling to me right it's the game is giving me all these hints of possibilities of what could exist whether it's like i'm watching someone else play or i see like the 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 sort of attract mode screen that's showing me things the game can do and i wonder how can i do that but then mm, sure that just because i see it exist doesn't mean i instantly get the skill and so obtaining that skill is that is doesn't compelling. happen for you <laughs> no <laughs> does it happen for anyone except in a movie i know but sometimes it just feels like maybe it does well i i I think so the learning process looks different based on yeah if you're you know what 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 context are you in and um what sort of fluency what sort of vocabulary do you have for this right Mm -hmm. because people who for instance are really practiced at rhythm games can can tend to have like this meta skill set that they can transfer to the next rhythm game oh absolutely uh, same with fighting games. Same with, um, 
I'm really good at Sudoku. What is that going to translate to? Uh, well, okay. Puzzles, problem solving, maybe like, you know, (laughs) video game Mahjong, video game. Oh, I've not uh, done video game Mahjong. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not as, arcades aren't that popular in the U S so, but, but there have been times where you could run into a Mahjong game. This is very true. Yeah. So that's kind of some ideas on, you know, things that you get from learning. I think about um, learning in games in a couple of different ways. And there was one I was hoping you kind of talk a little bit about because I feel like uh, Mario Paint has made a big impact in our in our house. And we've, I think we've talked about it on the podcast a couple of times because um, we talked about computer literacy in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about our, our youngest, our three-year-old kind of learning to use um, mouse input. And I think mm-hmm. you had talked about Mario Paint with that a little bit, but that also has some music theory in it. No, totally. So some games have creative aspects beyond the problem solving where you're actually adding content to the game. Um, I suppose in a multiplayer game, the players are all creating content for one another as they, they provide um, an opponent. But, um, but in the case of, of like a Mario paint, you're creating some, some expression, some output yeah. of, of your own, your own ideas that you then get to play back and, uh, and recompose and, and all that. Well, and it's cool too, because it, um, if I remember correctly, it's actually got like a music, does it have a music Yeah. So it has staff. Um, yep. It has a staff and essentially different instruments that are depicted as, um, different, different icons. Yeah. So if you, if you grab like a star that has a certain instrumental sound, and then yet it, it would have a different pitch depending on where you place where it. Where you placed it. The, and so staff. it was just really interesting watching the kids kind of place all the different sounds, you know, in different kind of patterns, mm-hmm. listening to it, adjusting things, listening to it, adjusting things. I mean, it's really at a, a very elementary level uh, music composition. It totally is. And especially because it, it provides this sort of the feedback loop of, well, here's what you did. Here's yeah. what it sounds like. And then, of course, you can still change it yeah, and adjust. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Mario Paint's definitely you know, more of a tool, an, an expressive, creative tool. Right. Than like a game. What a cool game. But, I also think it's, it's cool because it does have, you know, I mean, there's kind of the direct and the indirect, right? So in that case, there's some, again, high-level music composition going on. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, the tools that you're using, again, that, that kind of drag and drop, using the mouse clicker. Um, you know, so much today the kids are used to the, the touch screens. Totally. The, so yeah, physical skills, hand-eye coordination stuff. Yeah. Um, one other thing to add is uh, like a skill amplification thing where you show up and you can have a blank canvas, but yep. you don't have to. You can actually pull in one of the, the built-in songs mm-hmm. and then um, change it, adjust it, mess with it. And then you, you, you make it your own as much as you wish. And, uh, and that's how, so that's kind of the way I like to learn. Mm. I like to have that kind of thing, um, kind of built in a blanks, a blank piece of paper can sometimes, um, be a block for me. Right. Be I don't think you're alone. It's oh, I don't huge. think I'm alone yeah, either. I mean, yeah, I, I <laughs> number of books written about this kind of thing <laughs> would indicate the fact that the people who, who who write the popular books like that are, you know, I'm pretty sure they can pay their rent. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They're doing just fine. Yeah, 
Um, let's see the and you're you're reminding me of I think my earliest experience in making games was in two different places. One, copying the code by typing it out of a magazine. Oh, wow. Nice. Sort of classic computing things like we talked about before, like um, like Byte magazine, which was B-Y-T-E, but it was for the yeah, <laughs> for the Apple. Um, sure. Yeah. Apple II era. Um, or, or actually it was basic focus. Ah, I, f- I forget. So I would bet that that magazine is, is out on archive.org. Oh, funny. I bet it is. Back at those, um, because those basic programs worked on a variety of home computers. So you were just typing out of the magazine. Totally type out of the magazine. And so here it is, and I'm getting experience in, in coding in a way. And then seeing the results uh, after you run it, there was that. And then there was this, this whole, not as, I don't know what to say. It was a little more the hacker ethos where um, you could, I had a program called Copy2 Plus that let me edit existing games, right? So that wasn't necessarily a feature of the game, but like one game I had, I changed was uh, Car Wars. And so Car Wars was like this sort of... Um, a ripoff of Star Wars? Um, sure. A lot of things were after Star Wars. <laughs> it really caused a lot of copying. But no, Car Wars was um, a little bit sort of Mad Max in role-playing kind of thing where, hey, I have a car, I modified it, I need to get from one town to the next. It's really dangerous when you go in the the lands between, right? So you better have a car that has like saw blades on its wheels and, you know, a turret, right? So a little trebuchet in the back. All, yeah, you know, th- all these modifications were pretty expensive. So I, I did find how to go edit my edit the game to give me a lot of money. Oh, too funny. So, <laughs> um, and then you just souped up your vehicle and yeah. So that's not exactly the what, but it was um, kind of sounds like you cheated. I cheated. Yeah, that's not like cheating. <laughs> that that equals cheating. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you hurt anybody. No, I didn't. But I, I learned and I, I really, it got me unstuck in the game and I enjoyed it longer. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, so again, learning, and I'm just going to put my little plug in here. You know what I mean? And we talk about this. Learning is everywhere. Learning is everything. I mean, it's it's hard to kind of move through the world without, you know, learning and exploring, but it's, it's fun. So um, I'm going to come back to video games in a minute, mm-hmm. but we also kind of play games when we're out and about in the world you Mm -hmm. know um again with our youngest we'll play you know we'll search for letters while we're driving you know um Mm -hmm. even just driving to daycare and back right oh you know tell me what letter you see over there on that building Mm -hmm. um or who can find the letter k who can find the letter j kind of a thing um and then we also have like the car bingo right so they're kind of looking and observing that's uh yeah I mean the, so this is uh so you can have um, games and learning pretty much everywhere all the so, time yeah and that's 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 a common thing we do um, where I mean I, I actually I enjoy having like curiosity traps set up where maybe that you step in not real <laughs> they're not <laughs> they're not like scary hurt you traps right? oh but okay they're literally okay. Um, I set up some shelves in my office with, um, with fun things. Absolutely. Um, I've got, it's always a treat to come in your office. It's it's like everybody feels like they're getting, getting candy when they come in here. (laughs) It's 
Well, it's so fun. Like, is there you? Because you do. You have a couple of shelves strategically placed mm-hmm. with some really fun and cool things that anybody who comes in here can explore. Yeah, and that's that exactly. So that's a little bit of a gaming my own environment, and uh, and you know, trying to make it so that everyone's aware that the the office isn't just a like some kind of scary cave or whatever. It's like there's there's great stuff in here to explore and learn. Yeah. And it, and it tends to be things that are, if you pull on this thread of learning here, you're, you're going to, you know, find, or of, of curiosity, it'll, it'll lead to this some That's kind exactly of exactly the word I was just going to say. We really um, work hard to kind of promote curiosity. So how do you, how do, is there anything that, that you do to set yourself up for um, feeding your curiosity? Um, you know, I don't know if you know this, but um, I am in the target market for Pinterest. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. So I have some healthy Pinterest boards, <laughs> some very healthy, curiosity-driven Pinterest boards. And I have, I love that they added the kind of secret Pinterest board because there's some things that, you know, I'm kind of curious about or exploring, um, but I just... I'm not kind of out there in public with, I'm trying to learn about a thing. I don't know. Is that weird? I guess that's, I that's like I a... I don't think it's weird. There is a magazine that I should have subscribed to decades ago that I have not subscribed to. And it, I, I feel ashamed. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, there's a magazine called uh, 2600 Hacker Quarterly. You know? Oh, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. It's the kind of thing where I'm like, if I if I subscribe to this, I'll end up on a list. You're, well, you're on a list anyway. Love. I have to probably, but like, anyway. But it's one of those things where it's there's so many interesting resources. There's definitely some agenda that's not all. I don't know. Like, I I don't feel as extreme as folks to a lot of, some folks. Who yeah. That, right. I'm more in the curiosity of like, how's that made? How's that work? That's fascinating. So funny. So. That's, anyway, that's really interesting. So that's I it's think a that's a little bit like my hidden Pinterest board is what I'm pointing out. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. your hidden Pinterest board. So yeah, I think it's um, one of those things. So I have a lot of stuff going on in Pinterest that I kind of take a look at and keep hmm. track of. Um, and then I do. I mean, we you've made we've we've made fun of me on this podcast plenty for my love of different types of solitaire games. Oh, <laughs> not real. So. I don't think that's like a theme of the show. <laughs> Okay. So, um, so, you know, for me, that's about, again, kind of what you talked about, but recognizing patterns. Hmm. And, um, I really, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not a competitive person. We've talked about this too. I'm not a competitive person. I don't enjoy competing with others. Hmm. So a solitaire game, I can compete with myself on my time. And I really do. Right. I can tell you what, you know, my fastest, because, well, the game tells you, right? Your, yeah. your fastest times. But that's really for me, it's like I should be able to recognize these patterns or um, in some of the cases, figure out my way, you know, around the way the cards are aligned. I got to figure mm. out my way around this that, I mean, and I should be quicker. Like strategies. Like yeah. Your, strategy. Your, uh, building and honing. Yeah. And I just, I enjoy it and it's very relaxing for me. It's not super taxing. It's very relaxing. And, and that's so much learning is that. Yeah. And, and it can be characterized by that feeling of like, this is relaxing or fun. Maybe it's too much fun and now I'm going to stay up late or whatever. But right. Like, you know, that like, that's not a, that's not the worst risk to have, right? Compared to, oh, this is a, I, I guess there's times when, 
sometimes learning isn't that fun. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, well, I mean, some, some of the, the game engine things I was studying over the last year, mm-hmm. I, I had a, I had a lot of mixed feelings about. Yeah. Well, and but, I mean, we, we, we both, I think in our creative endeavors find a lot of challenges and, mm-hmm. you know, I find some video games very, very challenge, very challenging. Okay. Um, well, in, okay. So what does that lead to? It's, it's, uh, tears. Like digging. <laughs> 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 okay. So probably not digging in deeper. Probably. Uh, sometimes it depends on the game, right? I mean, when you and I were playing games together, um, when we kind of first started playing game, co-op games, like, right. I can't compete against you in a video game. That's no fun at all for me. I would last three seconds. Well, yeah. And that's right. And, and exactly how I'm wired. That's not fun for me either. Right. Right. And so yeah. we've, we've typically pay, play co-op games and that's been better. But, you know, um, I think of times when we go to the arcade, we love to go to the arcade and, uh, and um, you know, shoot zombies. Um, yeah. Time crisis. I couldn't think of the name of the game. We like to play a little, little time crisis. Yeah. Time crisis. Has, there's been multiple versions. I think time crisis three was out in, earlier in, in the, like, the early days of us dating yep. and stuff. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And a few have been out since. Yeah, no, I think we've played a lot of five. And anyway, yeah. um, but you go, you get to the end of the scene and it's going to calculate how many kills you had versus how many kills I had. And I try to skip that screen. <laughs> you know, you rubs, like click, click, click through that. Um, but yeah, I mean, those, so that can be kind of frustrating. And I don't know why. Maybe mm. I am more competitive than I think. But I just... I don't well, want to be dead I mean, weight. Everyone's want, everyone's looking for a signal that you're of, of like capability and yeah. And games are, well, and I want to be, be pretty great for giving that feedback. And I want to be a participant. I want to be like an equal participant. I want mm-hmm. to be an active, you know, uh, person coming along well, and my skill and has improved through the years. It depends on the version, like depends on what game we've, we've played. Right. And, and oh, yeah. we've played it, you know, for, for a time where, where we've gotten more practiced at it. Right. You know, because the one I love, which, which one is the scary one that also tracks like your heart rate. <laughs> Cause my heart rate was always like lower than yours. My heart rate was always good. Oh gosh. I just quote, we just talked about this on the lean into art. Cast, oh, right? did you? Because remember that's the game when, when we went to the arcade with, with uh, Jersey Drozd yeah. and Andros, right? And, uh, yeah, uh, we put them in there. And I giggled to tears listening to Jersey play that thing <laughs> because because uh, it was screams. Yeah. And, and <laughs> right. So even me, like my heart rate rate was fast enough where I, my gun would jam, right? Yeah. And yours was like. I was cool. Why? Why actually? What, I how? don't know. I don't know. Huh. Maybe the sensor was off on mine. <laughs> I don't know. But how it interesting. was very fun. Yeah. But again, learning happening everywhere you go. Dark Escape 4D. Dark Escape 4D. That's the game. That's very good. Yeah. Very, very good. So I think, um, well, we've talked a lot about some some learning and games and whatnot. Yeah. That's, that's super fun. Well, but, I think uh, just one thing I think for the, okay. for the listeners is, you know, pay attention to um, how much learning does go on in your environment mm. and, and where you're at and what you're, what you're experiencing. Because, I mean, I mean, I just believe, you know, we're humans moving through the world, there's always learning happening and always learning going on. But if sometimes when you take a minute to stop and think about, you know, what are we learning from this? Um, it's kind of cool. I even think of, um, you know, sportsmanship, 
right? Mm-hmm. I think with the kids sometimes too, playing games, you know, we've kind of talked about, you know, when, when, when somebody comes in last place every time for Mario Kart, how do we handle that? <laughs> you know, and um, there's just a lot of learning that happens. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, I guess one one more thing I, I wanted to mention too that related related to learning. Where if you're like, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, if you if you agree with this and kind of like the that sort of cool to lukewarm kind of kind of way, I'd be curious then. When I've been in that situation, I look at what kinds of things are am I consuming in my media, and does it relate enough to my goals, right? Oh, say more about that. So, and that's the thing I call my info stream. That's my sure. broad brush term of like, well, what kinds of uh, things am I listening to? What kinds of, um, and, and that's that's music and podcasts. And so whatever. you're saying if you don't feel like videos. you're, yeah, because. If you don't, hold on, let me finish that. So if you don't feel like you're learning, you know, you look around your world and your life and you're like, no, I don't see where all this kind of learning is happening. Check out your info streams. Are you just watching reality TV every night? Well, right. I mean, and if it's, um, and is there something to dig in deeper, right? Because there's plenty of media that I've found can, I can feel excited about and whatnot, but, but at the end of it, I might not have learned anything. And dun, dun, dun. then, and that's not the, that's not a crime or, or no, we or, all or need to relax and, exactly, and be entertained. Yeah. Uh, connecting emotionally with something is fantastic, but then I'll notice something like a, like a podcast where, where like, uh, for instance, the, the Requiem metal podcast where, yeah. um, I, f- I feel like I've had a, a near lifelong interest in this sort of kind of music and what have you. And yet they're, they're sort of, um, the hosts, their, their scholarship and dedication to the topic illustrates to me, like how much more there is to learn. And it provides these threads that I can, that, that, um, get me more curious and excited to pull on. Right. Nice. And, um, so like, I, I like to notice if like, is my, when I listen to something, do I feel like now I need to do something because of that? You do. <laughs> and if I don't, I tend to start to tune that thing out. Sure. So anyway. Yeah, you get very inspired by your info stream mm-hmm. to create. And I think that's amazing and awesome. Because you'll learn something and you'll want to apply it. And, I, and to me, that, that's a signal. And it's not yeah. everything has to cause that. But it's sort of a... Um, it's, it's a thing I do to... I, I check in on that. Nice. Maybe, maybe that's... a helpful for other people too i love it let's do some picks all right picks things we find useful related to art and science that's right you have art pick tonight why don't you go first okay my art pick is so on the nose um it's like picking your nose um Uh but uh (laughs) it's not not really it's just so ridiculously on the nose so literally i i want to share a an episode of um the joy of painting with bob ross Oh, we love Bob Ross. Exactly. And well, this is um, the first episode of season six called Blue River. And it's, uh, it's, it's on YouTube. Okay. I either many of or all of like the joy of painting is on YouTube. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And so like there's, it's a wonderful resource. Does Bob the one putting them out there? Uh, No, not. Like Bob's people's. Bob, I don't, I, I am not sure actually. So it may be like his estate. Yeah. That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and 
I, I, I think it's a very nourishing thing. It's a, it's creatively, it's fun to watch someone. Why don't you tell people make... about Bob Ross okay. in case they don't know? In case you don't know who Bob Ross is, he, you might have seen him in some pop culture reference or meme where he is that painter person whole, like literally, uh, um, uh, a guy with a beard and a sort of, um, big curly dome of hair, right? And big bushy hairdo. Yeah, big bushy hairdo. And he's probably holding an artist's palette, right? Like the physical paint palette with uh, blobs of paint on it and a paint brush. And probably looking at you smiling. He's very happy. He's always happy. So happy. And there's a, there's a, um, so that's, that, I mean, that's his visual appearance. He creates, um, like very beautiful landscape paintings. Yeah. A lot of great landscape. And, um, and he's teaching along the way, right? You could watch these shows and, you know, you're going to start and you're going to start with the blue paint and then you're going to go to the green paint. That's what he's doing. And he, he, he explains the colors that he, that, that, that go into this episode and the brushes that you need. And then he paints and talks as he, as he goes along. And he does that at a pace where theoretically you can be participating along the way. Yeah. And for me, I've just, I find it enjoyable and fascinating to watch and be inspired based on, and I think what he's doing does layer on with, with lessons. Like if you are studying like atmospheric perspective or, um, like a a color theory and how like physical, um, physical pigment mixes and behaves and colors, as a palette and the color relationships. And I mean, you're going to get sort of reinforcement for those studies Absolutely. and lessons. Yeah. And it's, it's his demeanor as a teacher is so, um, caring and jo- and enjoyable and calm and, um, kind. And it, it's just a beautiful thing to watch this guy teach and paint. So anyway, I'm going to link to a, a particular episode. But Fun. I think there's many, like, I don't know, like at least, dozens and dozens more that's very cool that's a great pick thanks all right well what's your pick kate i have a science pick tonight Mm -hmm. um and my science pick is it's also um again related to learning and i'm kind of excited about this there is a new documentary um that just hit it's actually going to be in some limited theaters Hmm. um in late october of 2017 so right now Mm -hmm. um but it's um called jane and it's a new documentary from National Geographic about Jane Goodall. Oh. And they have, it's based on like over 100 hours of, of unseen footage about her early days studying the chimpanzees. Um, it's footage from the 60s when she was like 26 and she was making just incredible discoveries because it was the first time these animals had been studied in the wild and um, National Geographic had, she'd been doing some work and National Geographic had sent um, a photographer and a film person out to spend time with her and to, to mm. film what she was working on and get document, um, document some of these findings that she was, you know, really very groundbreaking stuff. So, wow. yeah. So there's a new documentary out. Um, and so that's my pick. So we'll link to that, um, the trailer for it. Um, and then it's in um, select theaters right now. Okay, great timing on that. Yeah, very cool. Um, and Jean Goodall, that's the what she is. Who the movie Gorillas in the Mist was based on? No, okay. I believe so. Yeah, okay, I believe so. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think that wraps us up to, for today. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Thanks for listening and for being part of our Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, tell the fine people where they can find us online. Yeah, you got it. So we are Art and Science Punks on Instagram. And on Twitter, there's no and, right? It's just Art Science Punks. Excellent. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Podcasts, where we would appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. Keep building, making, and sharing. Our eldest yelled at that device for mm. some reason. It, she didn't like whatever it was playing. Oh, yeah. And I said something back to our oldest and that device that I'm not naming because it'll just beep on us. Mm-hmm. Um, responded saying, oh, you'd like to talk? I, let me get one of the bots. Hold on. Oh. From the university. And so then the bot came on and the bot wanted to talk sports and wanted to know what sports I like. Wow. I wanted to know if I liked baseball or football. And so I said football. And so then we talked football for a little while. You really did? Yeah. Wow. Me and the bot. How how did it go? Did you? Really stiff. It was like, do you like football? How many footballs do you like? What team do you like? And then it tried to be like, I'm just starting to learn about this sport. What team do you like? Why do you like them? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Why do you like them? What? Uh, yeah. And then they were like, that is not a football question. No. And then, and then the bot said, um, would you like me to give you a summary of the last game? And I was like, no, we're done. I'm wow. out. How do you feel when your football team loses? Yeah. No. I or... just... And I tried to teach it a little bit. I was like, yeah, here's what happened. And it was just like, hmm, Interesting. Would you like a summary of the previous game? I was like, all right, you didn't listen to me. <laughs> so it's like a... It didn't want to learn. It's an automated bad See that? Friend. I just brought it back full circle. It oh, didn't want to learn. It didn't want to learn. Mm-mm-mm. Had its own opinions. Wow. Stubborn bot. Stubborn bot. <laughs>